0: to connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast, and also to connect to your lovely hosts.
1: Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast.
0: I'm Pat Sajak, and that... voice you just heard? Vanna White. That's Vanna White. Didn't your dad once tell you something about that you could be the next Vanna White?
1: Yeah, I told him I was going to move to Hollywood and he said, you know what? I could see... I said I wanted to be an actress and he's like, I could see you being the next Vanna White.
0: I love that his worldview is so wide (laughs) that when he's like, who's an actress? Vanna White.
1: Honey, our listeners don't even know who that is.
0: Vanna White? She's still on TV right now. Oh, all right. Do we... I mean, how young do you think people are? They only see TikToks? (laughs) They're unfamiliar with linear television? (laughs) Guys, let me just say uh, that... Wait,
1: first we should say that there's a dog missing.
0: There is a dog missing. Our uh, our One of our dogs uh, has a disfiguring lump on her cheek.
1: And it's just a little unattractive, so we don't want you to have to look at it.
0: Natasha, today, when we were brainstorming, I'm going to take her to the vet tomorrow. Natasha's like, I don't want her to. And I was expecting you to say, get sick and die. And she goes, be an ugly dog. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of where she's coming from.
1: I'm just keeping it real.
0: Thank you for keeping it real.
1: I like to look at beauty if possible.
0: Well, yeah. And she's not the most beautiful dog in the world. She's a bit of a homely dog already.
1: Right. That's why I'm like, you know, I, I we, we feed our Mayor Cutie so much medicine to, to keep her alive. It's hard for me to imagine that we would ever try to keep Blanche alive. Stop
0: it. <laughs> That's so rude. Blanche is the sweetest person but in our Mayor family, Cutie by the way.
1: is on 17 medications A day. Mm -hmm. So like she has six or seven medications three times a day. I can't
0: believe she's alive. We thought she was dead, goner. But here she is still with us. You know, the problem with chihuahuas, by the way, is they do this like shaking thing. And when you have a sick chihuahua, you're never sure if they're in a death rattle or if they're just being a chihuahua and having like whatever that weird nervous system that chihuahuas have where their bodies get so compact that they have like miniature seizures all the time.
1: I mean... If you're going to take a dog, the Chihuahua, it's a pretty good dog.
0: It's not a good dog. They're classically bad dogs. They're hard to house train. They bark incessantly. They're aggressive.
1: (laughs) Wait, there could be a dog that doesn't pee everywhere?
0: Yes. (laughs) Most of the other dogs. (laughs) Wait, really? Yes.
1: That's why our carpets have piss all over them? Well,
0: that and a lack of discipline in training them because you've been out there chasing that Hollywood dream. By the way, Natasha's leaving me at the end of this month.
1: Honey, if we had Cocker Spaniels, you don't think they would pee all over? No.
0: Other dogs are more easily trainable. It's the truth. It's the way that it is. I don't know what to tell you. Natasha is leaving me at the end of the month for a full month. She is headed to Atlanta to go host a cooking show. I will be all alone with my child for... It is my child, right? Yes. Okay. I will be all alone with my child for one full month and I am stoked.
1: You should be. I
0: am. It's going to be fun. We're going to chill, dude. You're going to come home. She's going to have one matted dreadlock. (laughs) I'm not going to comb her hair the whole time you're gone. (laughs) I'm going to feed her mac and cheese for 30 straight days. I'm going to give her like top ramen. It's going to be a lot of ramen going on.
1: You should have a reality show for that month. It would oh. be the number one show.
0: What if I called it Mr. Mom? <laughs> would that be fun?
1: See, our audience doesn't know what that is either.
0: Now, that's true. Our audience <laughs> doesn't know what that is. But I bet you they could, you know what? Through context clues, I believe that our audience would be able to figure out what I mean by Mr. Mom.
1: I love looking at our audience when they, when they um, call in.
0: Isn't that funny, by the way? That dads are so looked down upon and such a low bar of expectation that when a father cares for his child alone, they call him Mr. Mom. They're like Mr. Person that actually takes care of child. It's not there's no word for a dad that is just a dad. It's senior actual parent.
1: Well, it's interesting because you seem to love our kid the same amount as me, but you're not as scared as I am.
0: No, I'm not scared at all. What's the point of fear? I don't know. What does it do for you? What does it do for you?
1: I don't know. I just feel like I'm wired to like be looking for anything.
0: I'm wired to find male-only forest adventures to take my child on. I don't know. I just don't see the point in fear. I think that fear fear doesn't help it just it only it only hinders Mm, you're right yeah fear is just corrosive it's cancerous and the more you fear the more you fear
1: i just felt that you were right
0: yes well i didn't even notice you saying it because i know that i'm right all of the time so when someone says you're right it's just like of course finally this person has come into the light humility and correctness i would say are my two top qualities
1: Um, Listen, we have to call these people because they're on the East Coast. We
0: got some East Coast callers. Um, I had a big announcement to make, but I'll save it for the next week. I'll save it for next week. No,
1: do your announcement. Well,
0: I just was going to say... Uh, Are you going
1: to talk about your hair?
0: Yeah, I was going to talk about my hair. Oh, my God. Well, look, here's the thing. I have long hair. I have quarantine hair, as many people have coined.
1: Like a bob.
0: It's not a bob. It's long hair. I'm cool. I'm surf guy. I'm like, oh, look at that cool sandy surf guy. That's what people think when they see me. I got this mustache. But I did just get a job. And unless I lost the job, today's Sunday, tomorrow's Monday, it's possible that I'll get a call saying, we did take a look at your uh, new look on the Zoom and you're not actually what we wanted. But uh, unless that happens... Um, I'm going to probably be cutting the mustache off and the hair into a more reasonable... So all you bullies out there that have been making fun of my look for the last... Oh, you're going to
1: cut off your mustache too?
0: Yeah. It's all gone. It's going, I believe. I believe that the next time you see me on film, uh, except that we're going to do a secret dump, so you might might see me in that. I don't want to destroy the fourth wall, but we sometimes will tape two episodes in a night, which is why we have the same outfit on. Guys, I... I don't. I, I feel like I just took away a lot of the magic of this podcast. But anyway, the next time we do an episode, I'm gonna ha- I'm I'm gonna have a, a shorn face and a uh, short hair, shorter, shorter hair. And it'll be a big blow. I'm excited. Why are you so excited?
1: Um, I'm just like men like you to show enthusiasm about their hair. And um, I think you should cut it. You don't like it. Your long hair.
0: Yeah, my long hair. Um, that's it's... that's funny. By the way. That question is the question of a person trying to think of how to not insult you because it's like, of course, my long hair. What else we've been talking about that? Oh, your long hair, and in your mind, you're going like, "What can I say that will not destroy this person's self-esteem?"
1: It's fluffy. <laughs>
0: well, that's my nickname as a comedian. They call me Fluffy. <laughs> Don't know if you know that, but I'm kind of known as Fluffy in the comedy scene. Uh huh. Okay, Natasha and listeners, uh, get a good load of the long hair uh, because it is going. The way of the dodo bird. Uh, Do you guys know what a dodo bird is? I know we have young listeners, but the dodo bird was a bird that Natasha and I used to play with growing up. (laughs) Let's begin our episode and make some telephone calls to some people that desperately need our help. Okay, we are going to call Kiki in Ottawa.
1: You have to say Ottawa, Canada.
0: I mean, what, as opposed to Ottawa, California? Ottawa, Canada, Ottawa. Ottawa, Kiki.
1: Hi, Kiki. Hi.
0: How you doing?
1: Good. How are you?
0: Oh, we're great. We're fantastic. How's Ottawa?
1: Ottawa
2: is Ottawa. Um, pretty chill, pretty boring, just hanging
1: out.
0: Word. You got any <laughs> Ottawa questions?
1: Um, you know, I've never been to. I've, is that in Alberta? No. <laughs> it's
2: in Ontario.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Alberta. Wait, so then I. Well, I've been to Vancouver. Alberta mm-hmm. and then Toronto, but I don't know where Ottawa is and Montreal and Montreal.
0: How ignorant are Americans? Yeah. Do you think on a scale of one <laughs> Wait, to 10? Well, where
1: is it? What, what state is it above?
0: Why off- are you talking Ottawa? to me? Talk to Kiki. She's <laughs> you, the Ottawa one.
1: You're the one roasting me. So I want to know if you know,
0: I mean, to be honest, I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we're just we're
2: we're the boring capital city of Canada, but you're above which states because
1: I only we're like know things in like a- relation to America like a 2 3 hour drive away from New York.
0: Oh, I know New York. New York's a great city, very <laughs> vibrant. It's kind mm-hmm. of we call it, we think of it as the Ottawa of the the United States.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, that might not really work out for. <laughs> now,
0: so you're in Trudeau Town? Is he in your city? Does he live there?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: do you ever had a Trudeau sighting?
2: Mm, no, but I worked at a at anthropology in uh, the the mall and his uh, his wife was a frequent visitor.
0: Mm, mm. Th- that is an endless honeymoon podcast exclusive. The Trudeau's <laughs> right. shop at anthropology. <laughs> this is crazy. Uh you've helped <laughs> Kiki, you've helped us more than we could possibly help you with that with that bomb show. But uh what okay. what, what what can we do for you?
2: Um so basically I've started seeing this lady, uh, my first a woman to woman relationship. That's what um, they usually
0: call them, right? Women to women relationships.
2: <laughs> There's actually a WLW, which Ooh. literally stands for Woman Loves Women.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a category on dating sites?
2: Yeah, or you can see it as like a hashtag. Oh, If okay. you're looking for that kind of content.
0: Nice little hashtag. Um, you're so that's Canadian. Right. I love you. What? Okay, <laughs> so you started seeing this woman to woman.
2: Yes. Um, we've been seeing each other for about three months. Um, And everything is great. We really get along. Um, I absolutely adore her. Um, She's already had that kind of moment where she got super wasted and told me she loved me.
0: (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Classic (laughs) romance story. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) Classic woman
2: loves woman is what
0: that is. (laughs) Wait, is that true? Do women, I feel like, (laughs) listen, the stereotype from my mind is that women who love WLWs find it easier to say I love you. They don't mm-hmm. need to get drunk. The love comes very quickly, whereas a man mm-hmm. is stifled by his programming or whatever.
2: Yeah, she did this at about the, like, one and a half, maybe two-month mark. Mm. Um, but there's the whole,
1: like, I don't know if you've heard the, like, U-Haul lesbian.
0: Sure. Do you know this joke, Natasha?
1: I mean, it's about how lesbians like to move in with each other.
0: Yeah, it's like, what does a, a lesbian bring on the second date? A U-Haul, what does a gay man bring on the second date? One What second date?
1: Right, very funny.
0: Well, I, I didn't it. write it. Neither <laughs> Kiki wrote it. Kiki brought it up.
1: I, I swear I didn't. Kiki's, okay.
0: Kiki's three months into a gay relationship, and she's already making stereotype trope <laughs> jokes over here.
1: Oh, okay, okay, well, so, it's kind of true. I don't know. So, so how's it going, and what's your question? My So it's going well. It's going well, except that
2: um, our sex life isn't really existent. So um, we've had sex once
0: Ooh. in the
2: three months, yes, Ooh. that we've been together. And it was, you know, I I don't want to like discredit having like a sexual interaction with someone while being very drunk, but it is different than being able to have kind of a more like. It was I'm only when she was with...
1: drunk.
3: Exactly. Wait, can we... oh. Kiki,
0: that's I... not good. May I track the trajectory <laughs> of the relationship as you've laid out so far? Yeah. That she said, I love you when she was drunk and you guys had sex one time when she was drunk this is just the information i've received now i don't know what it's uh, like in ottawa i know when you, you guys put are, it that way i know you guys are like snowshoeing toward maple syrup groves or whatever but that yeah. that i'm i'm feeling a, a minor flag
1: uh yeah so but but do you like her when she, like what's your relationship when she's sober
2: we're we're really close um we do really really get along yeah you guys are like um,
0: sisters almost literally
2: well you know what like i mean that's that's i've had other experiences with women um just not one as serious as this one and i really have felt like there's there is this line of like it can start to feel like you're just friends mm Um, and it's not, that's not always like, it's not the case in my mind, but then I get kind of in my head. I'm like, is that how she feels? Is, is that how I should, like, is that maybe how I feel? And I just don't know that I feel that way. Kiki, what do you
1: want from the relationship?
2: Um, I'm thinking I want something
1: that'll go for a very long time. (laughs) Well, she sounds like marriage
0: material. (laughs) Well, Kiki, I mean, here's, um you said no
1: but maybe maybe your connection is strong enough
0: well you said sometimes in relationships you're like maybe i'm just friends with this person right Mm -hmm. you can feel have that realization that is true but it usually doesn't and i would go so far as to i try not to be prescriptive but i would say shouldn't occur in the first six months of dating a person right i mean you shouldn't be like gosh are we just friends at the beginning you should be like it should be like hot and heavy. That's the whole point, right? You know? But
1: has she been in a woman-to-woman relationship before? No. So it's both of our first times being in a serious. Yeah. So, so they need uh, a little bit of encouragement. Okay. What about like watching some porn together and like allotting some time to do yeah, that? Yeah, I've been,
2: I've been thinking about bringing that up. It's yeah. I'm. I just. I don't know. I. I feel very kind of. Here's the thing. Obviously out of my element.
1: Here's the thing. You well, have you called the
0: right people because no one knows more about women, love women relationships than the two of us. We're I was just thinking source.
1: that as I was waiting to get into the car. <laughs> no, but any relationship, you know, you have to take some risks. And like if you don't really have that much to lose, like you can take the risk, see if she can meet you there. And if she can, it could be really cool. And if she can't, And you're still feeling awkward, then maybe it's not her, but someone else, you know? So you have to kind of both open yourself and try to assimilate a little bit and not just have it be a friendship, you know? It has to be, I know it's awkward, Is it, I'm curious. Well, you could do like a date night and then have it be like a physical, you know, I don't know, just kind of like a time reserved for something that's not Mm -hmm. talking. I'm,
0: I'm not mad at that idea at all. That's really smart, Natasha. Kiki, listen to Natasha. She, uh, the, her main relationship with women loves women is when I bring up, um, a threesome. But I think that was very wise. What if you said to your partner, um, I want to go out on a date on this date and afterwards I want us to have sex. Like you say it baldly and plainly and it's, so it's not like the, all of this oxygen around the awkwardness of how little you've had sex with each other because now you're going to, it will happen. And Mm -hmm. so you can just, and then don't drink that night, I think and deal with how uncomfortable you feel. I think, no, you disagree.
1: You just don't want to have to control someone else's alcohol intake. And you're like, we right. can have sex if you don't have a drink.
0: That's okay. You just I,
1: have like a little bit, like, you
2: know, one glass of wine. I'm yeah. just saying you
0: don't want, already in a relationship, because to me, I I, I kind of hear you, Natasha, like this is new for both of them. They're both new at dating the same gender. So maybe there's some awkwardness that they have to get over in their relationship to figure it out, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't, I think already there's this big buildup of how little you're sleeping together. And then if the last time you had sex was drinking was drunk and then this time you start right. drinking then then it becomes a thing where you have a dependent relationship where it's like oh we can only fuck when we're drunk
1: or her maybe she's like not open enough or something so she she can't lose her inhibitions unless she's wasted and that isn't something that sounds very long term you know like i yeah. wouldn't want to deal with that how was yeah. the
0: sex when you did have sex
1: it was good it, it was, was really like
0: good. hot and passionate, it wasn't weird or awkward.
2: No, not at all. It was have... just like, give me some more details yeah, yeah, yeah. To have, uh... when
0: I say how, I mean describe it in unbelievable <laughs> detail. No
1: No, it was good. It was good. We were both happy.
0: One more question. Oh, I'm sorry, Natasha. You want to say No, something?
1: I just think she needs to allot that sort of intimacy time where it's like cause they obviously have a lot in common and they like love to talk. And I think you if you need to like get into a mood of change the temperature, you know, and, and have a little have a little fling and see how it goes.
2: Yeah, we, we, well, the thing is, we actually have talked about it a lot. And,
1: you that's know, the we've had a problem. You talk too much to each other. I know.
2: Well, that's, that's what I'm thinking is so we've even had that exact conversation where we were like, listen, we need to fuck. Um, so we're going to set up a date and we're going to do it. And then it just didn't happen. And then it ended up happening when we got super wasted. I'm,
0: I'm just confused. How long have you been dating? Three months. Three months and you've had sex one time. And how long ago was that?
2: Uh, Long enough for me to have to think about it.
0: <laughs> right. So it was like more than a month ago.
2: Maybe, let's say like three weeks. And how
0: often do you see each other?
2: Oh, a lot.
0: Like all the time?
2: Okay. Basically. There's.
0: I feel like there's something missing for me here. Like, wh- I, wh- have you talked about why you don't have sex? Okay, you say we need to have sex. What do you think, No, Kiki? I know
1: what it is.
0: Okay, Kiki, you keep your mouth shut. Natasha, what is it? She'll tell you why it is.
1: Both of them are new to women on women, women to women, and neither of them want to initiate it.
0: Is that what... Oh, you think it's gendered?
1: Well, no. I just think that you should take turns initiating. You know? So it's like, if if you guys have talked about it before, now you just need to take the reins, and you do one. And you, Uh like, totally come on to her and see how it goes. And then she can take the next one, you know? And Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think, like...
0: That's fascinating. That's a fascinating point. You're saying, if I'm correct, that... But since both of these people are so used to dating men and used to the men initiating the sex, I'm not saying because of that.
1: I just think in any healthy relationship, it's good for people to like trade off initiating. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's natural. And sometimes, you know, then you'll also see what the dynamics are. Maybe she likes to be seduced. Maybe you you actually her you know, doing it to you works more. I don't know. But, but wait you have to experiment.
0: Kiki, why do you think you're not having sex?
2: Um, there is one barrier that's pretty obvious to me, and I think she's
0: she doesn't have a vagina,
2: <laughs> yeah, she's actually a Barbie doll. <laughs> oh
0: wow, that okay, you definitely buried the lead Kiki okay. <laughs> uh,
2: no, she just um she has a lot of like body image stuff going on, and this is like I think something that creeps up in like same sex same gendered relationships maybe more than like hetero ones where you find your, it easier to compare yourself to your partner.
0: Oh, and you just and you just have like a banging perfect ten out of ten bikini bod.
2: Yeah, yeah. I exactly. see. And here, I'm so like a Barbie a, with a vagina.
0: I love that. No, you're like. I think what it is is that she's so intimidated by my perfect bod that that. <laughs> but I okay no. But I believe I hear what you're saying. She has so so. Kiki, just to get down to brass tacks here, you feel like a lot of the the uh, space between you guys hooking up more regularly is. Tension that's coming from her discomfort. Is that feel accurate enough to say? Uh, yeah. Got yeah. it. Got
1: mm-hmm. it. Well, maybe you know if you do, you find her sexy. Yes. Then that's, you the, ne- that's the thing. You need to let her know, and maybe you know, kind of l- like really let her feel it. I guess.
0: Does she rebuff your advances, or is it just that it never goes there? Do you tr- are you trying to hook up with her, and it doesn't happen?
2: Um. Well. This is also, there's a lot, I feel like, because I also don't have a very high sex drive. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is...
0: Higher than once uh, every quarter.
2: Exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, But so those opportunities where I'm like, I want to have sex right fucking now. Like, they, they're not very frequent. Um, But I do try, you know, just in the everyday to make her feel beautiful and, like, I'm attracted to her and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. She says a lot of, like, pretty pretty powerful statements about herself that i just kind of leave me kind of at a loss you know like stuff like um um stuff about her weight but then even something about like how she's just so surprised that i'm attracted to her Mm -hmm. and that i even want to fuck her
0: Mm -hmm.
2: let alone kiss her
0: (laughs) i actually think that's hard that is hard that's
1: hard because you know how do you respond to something like that you know like because you want her to have a better self-image but that's kind of up to her you know it's it's not really your job that just feels like a lot
0: I yeah it does feel like a lot there's a lot you're taking on a big situation but maybe you maybe you feel emotionally connected to this person enough that you're willing to take on that work but it does seem like it'll be work from your end
1: and you could also tell her you know just so you know I really don't like it when you talk about yourself like that I don't yeah. know. Is that too much?
0: Yeah, I've I tried
2: know. to approach it with humor. Like, I've just been kind of like.
0: Like, you make fun of her body and stuff like that? Yeah, I'm like,
2: yeah, you're
0: right. You've... No, I'm not <laughs> going to even. <be>
1: right. <laughs> Maybe she's flirting with you and she's like, I can't believe you would ever.
0: I don't with think me. so. No, no, I don't think. i Basically, Kiki, I think, unfortunately, you're going to have to become like a, a dude and be like what's up let's do this maybe even more than your like natural hormones are telling you to cuz i hear what you're saying like e- th- this isn't a huge issue for you because you're not wanting it all the time mm-hmm. but maybe you got to like double the amount you try to seduce her than even you would want and just like get it into her brain like i want you y- you are what i want and you, you know are what? hot you are the sexiest you are the one
1: you have to speed up the sex like you have to have sex yep. with her 5 times at least to figure out if you want to have a relationship with this person yes. or if it, you know what I mean? So you might as well like accelerate it so you can move on with your life.
0: Yeah, totally. <laughs> because that, I think what happens in relationships uh, is that if you don't, if you allow a, a thing to like wedge itself in between your sex life or your emotional life, it happens just as frequently that people will be like, well, we fuck all the time, but we are never getting real or getting serious. You know, that's like another version of this, which is just that something gets in the way like an, a, an unhealthy pattern gets in the way. And by the way, I really do think unless you were both satisfied once every three months, that's an unhealthy romantic pattern. That doesn't sound...
2: It's, it's unsustainable.
0: That's right. Yeah, exactly. So once it becomes like the default position, like we are a couple that doesn't have sex very often, then it just perpetuates itself. And so you got to kind of like break through that. I mean, obviously, making sure she's comfortable and wa- and is down, obviously. I don't think you're going to have that issue, but... Uh, but I just think you got to start trying to seduce her. Get like a a weird fedora and like a maybe a pencil thin mustache and start smoking yeah, like Spanish cigarettes. Coat. Yeah, a trench coat and just be like, ah ha ha ha. I'm like Pepe Le Pew. I'm I'm here and yeah. I, I'm Kiki yeah. and I'm trying to smash. That's right. Kiki and, trying to yeah. smash.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, and you have to see and and if she feels not comfortable in the act of it which mm-hmm. is still unclear because you've only had sex once when she was wasted you know you just have to like you have to get to know each other in that way i think mm-hmm. or you would just be oh yeah I completely- roommates
0: right just homies yeah. just auto and homies
1: yeah and i'm not
2: yeah i'm not into the like quick deep dive into the domesticity and then there's just none of that you know, early excitement in that honeymoon yeah. phase. Anyway. Don't dive
1: into domesticity.
0: Well, I do think you're... Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think you're kind of past the uh hot honeymoon phase thing. I, I don't think you're going to be able no. to resurrect a honeymoon phase. But I do think you're going to be... You, I
1: do. Why not?
0: Because they're three months into a relationship and That's they fucked one long. time. All I'm I'm not saying that to be negative. I'm saying, like, I think this can be changed... But it's going to require work, and I, who knows if she's down to do the work and if you're down to do the work. But, but like you have to try. Yeah, if I you, mean,
1: but you have to have sex to try yeah. and see if it works.
0: Right. I mean, yeah. See if it works, yeah. You guys scheduled sex and didn't have it. That's that's the part where I'm like,
1: <laughs> that's where that's what I mean. She needs to take control.
0: Yeah. I think so.
1: Good luck, honey. Get yeah. fucked. Yeah, look pussy. look pussy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I th- that's tough. I, I think that's tough. And you have to do it with compassion and with, and with, I mean, you know this already, but you have to do it with compassion and with, and with uh slowness that, so as to not make her uncomfortable, because obviously if you push too hard, yeah. she'll shut down. She'll feel uncomfortable. But uh, I do really think that making alcohol, setting up alcohol as the way that she feels comfortable enough with her with her body issues to have sex is just a, that is a, 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 a pattern set that will be very annoying in the long term. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, it's true.
0: It's so. True.
2: Um, it, yeah. Just got to do it, I guess. Got to do idea.
0: it. Or, you know, if, if, if it becomes too uncomfortable, then I think like finding a way to sidestep the sex conversation, like. Maybe it's going to a, maybe it's going to like a, a, one of those class. I don't know. I guess they don't really do those in COVID, but you know, they used to have these like, like good vibrations in San Francisco. they would be like uh, a workshop or how to use a vibrator workshop, like something where someone else is kind of like the person in charge and is going like normative. You know, I got something also, I got a read, I got some reading for you. Speaking of, um, is this is called, this is a book. I had this person on my old podcast, Hound tall, um, the book is called "Girl Sex 101," and it's and both of you should read it. It's a book by uh, and for W L W, all about sex with women. It's all about sex, and it's all about sex with women. It's super fun and super light and easy to read. And I had her on my podcast. She was really awesome. And it's like it's very explicit, but not in a way that feels like like uncomfortable or cringy it's just like here's the way that women's sex is different than sex with heterosex and it's just like breaks it down it's such a fun read i think you guys should both get it and read it together
1: all right well uh we have to help someone else on the east coast but
0: good luck we hope that you are we're
1: excited okay really getting some
0: soon okay ottawa forever trudeau all right
2: Yep. Yeah.
0: Bye. Trudeau. Bye. That's just crazy. It was hard for us to help, obviously, because like we have sex, what, three or four times a day to this day.
1: That doesn't seem like that long. If they've, they're just getting to, she's never really been in a relationship with a woman before and it's I'm been sorry. three months, you know, I'm maybe sorry. if you say I they?
0: love you and you've had sex one time, um, there's, uh, you, you need to, it, that's like, come on, unless you're like religious.
1: Wait, did the I love you and the sex happen in the same night?
0: Should have found out. (laughs) But I don't like the whole I get drunk, I say I love you, I get drunk, I'm down to fuck. I don't like that. (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. That's just like, I mean, uh, part, it's easy for me to say because I've had, I've never had, I've never had drunk sex. I've never used alcohol or drugs as a way to like loosen up whatever was going on. So all of my sexuality is connected to like a sober brain. Every poor decision I've made has been with a clear, (laughs) conscious mind.
1: I like that about you.
0: Well, should we help another person or oh. listen to some secrets? No, we have to help someone because okay. they're on the East Coast. let's do it.
1: Okay, we're going to call Jessica in New York City.
0: Jessica.
3: Hi. Hi. Hi.
0: You look like a uh, high-powered professional. I am. Yeah, that is what <laughs> you look like. You look like you close deals.
1: I like the Modigliani in the background. <laughs> thank
3: you
0: yeah what do you do for a living
3: all day every day
0: (laughs) (laughs) i love it so confident we just talked to a canadian person so your confidence level is like through the roof in comparison
3: they're not confident in canada
0: no they're like nice and they're cool but in new york everybody's like an asshole and you seem like an asshole is what i'm saying Jessica. i am great perfect
1: (laughs) wait what do you do i have to know
3: oh
0: you don't have to tell us
3: myself up to a lot of roasting if i tell you what i did. okay all right i'm a market researcher for a sports betting company
0: oh wow okay i don't even know what that means she's uh she works in finding the uh people the degenerates at the bottom of the barrel and seeing how they will give her more money throwing it (laughs) away and tossing their futures into the gutter do you work for bovada or...
3: No, Bovada is actually an illegal offshore sports book. I'm in the legit.
0: Right. So you don't work for them. I hear you, Jessica. Right. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, all right. What can we do for you?
3: Um. So I'm 33. I am single and happy about that for the most part, except when we're in a pandemic. And this summer, I'm ready to, what do the kids say? Like, turn up, mm-hmm. get Um, but in the past year during COVID, all of my friends in New York have either, uh, gotten pregnant or had a kid. And I feel like all of my friends are in a totally different life stage and have a different lifestyle and priorities than I do. And I just feel like I don't have anyone to really go out with and be spontaneous with and do all the things I did post COVID and, I'm like, do I have to start my social life from scratch? Do I have to go find new single friends who are also in their mid-30s? Like, I don't really know. I don't think it's from scratch. I think it's
1: like everything is new again, in a way. And I think you just have to be a little open to that. And obviously, you're going to have some great friends and some, you know, people who were old friends might you might not talk to or people who you barely knew might become a new friend or you know what I mean? Like I think it's worth it to just start going out and seeing what what is happening, you know, and, and who you connect with and try not to get too in your head about it and just try to like, if something feels safe and it's social, I don't know. I would just be very open.
0: I, um, I have a suggestion. Are you familiar with the concept of the, the MILF, the hot MILF? <laughs>
3: the
0: hot milf milf yeah yeah the hot milf yeah yeah that's the role that you can play to like a nice 20-year-old skater boy you go down to the lower East side or you But know, I don't
3: have a kid I'm not a It doesn't
0: matter it doesn't matter <laughs> Jessica it's not about reality okay is you're 33 right You're not really MILF age, honestly. You're about 10 years off. You're 10 years too young. But whatever. That's not the point. You got this high-powered betting job or whatever with your, like, pencil skirt or whatever. You know, you probably make boys horny in the subway already. You go down the Lower East Side, find yourself a fucking pure degenerate little shithead kid that drinks 40s, right? And, uh, you know, it's probably similar to the clients that you're trying to court at your job. And you just find yourself somebody that'll take you to like a bunch of 20 year old parties, you know, and just then you'll hit bottom. You know, you'll be like, this is horrifying. What's wrong with me? I need to get my shit together. But you'll have a great summer.
3: Or one of them will get me pregnant and I can just like <laughs> hang out with my friends.
0: That's right. You can finally reconnect with your friends. And the best part of that is that your kid, uh, your uh, the the person that got you pregnant will eventually be able to babysit. Because they'll be kind of at the right age to be a babysitter. I don't know. Have you thought about, um, like, what are your strategies for what how to turn up? Like, what are you thinking since your friends are all, like, nerds now?
3: Well, the, o- <laughs> the only thing I've thought of is, is dating. Like, I do plan on dating and, and doing that whole thing again. But, you know, it's just like my friends and I would go to a random late movie on a Wednesday or go grab drinks after work and... You know, it's like, who do I call to do that with when everybody's preggers and... Do you have, like, one friend that you guys together can maybe
1: go to some kind of things, you know, like openings or if there's... I mean, you're living in Manhattan, so it's, like, any opening to, like, a museum or I don't know if there's, like, a, a musical you would... I Yeah, don't know, if you just- want
0: to turn up, you get <laughs> out there to a museum or a musical. No, but
1: like... <laughs> Like, I, I mean, don't that's know. What, that's my usual
0: state. Yeah, find those wild New York experiences at you know, the Met. You just,
1: just like going out and seeing art and just then, I don't know. She wants to
0: have an irresponsible summer. She doesn't uh. want to be edified. She wants to like have fun. Wait, I have a question. Um, okay, all your friends are gone. Uh, do you have any friends who, people that are, are not all coupled up and grown that you've thought about connecting to in the past that are still young and single-ish like you? And that you could maybe like forge a new connect. Because basically, you're saying you're going to go out and date, but what you really want, you want a scene to join up with. And the scene that you are in, they're all like, they've all graduated to this different life phase that you're not ready to enter into, right?
3: Exactly. I do have a co worker who is my age and single. She's a little bit cooler than me. So, perfect. I'm right. Sort of like nervous yeah. to make that step. You guys like- need to go to parties together.
0: The truth is if she works in sports betting, she's not that cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> so she'll probably hang out with you if you you know what I mean, if you make an aggressive step like you should just tell her like, "Look, I'm kind of like all my friends are dorks and um, and by that I mean kid dorks." And I'm trying to, like, hang out and, like, see what's out there. Would you just take me out on the town one night? And maybe it'll be awkward and not be good. And maybe she'll say no. But maybe she'll be like, sure, come on. And you just never know. Adventure awaits. It's New York. You live in New York.
3: I know. But, like, going out alone just feels so pathetic. Right, but
0: I'm not saying I'm saying find this cool person with the angular haircut that you work with and say, "Will you just take me out. Like, don't say that she's cooler than you. Just be like, "We, you, you want to hang out sometime because all my friends are just fucking squares now and I need some fun and see what she says. And if she's not down, then I guess you start over. What would you what would you do?
1: I guess my advice is old fashioned,
0: which is what? Go to a, take in a show. <laughs> go see a Sondheim musical (laughs) and then do the do the swan paddle boats at this at Central Park and see what's out there.
3: Natasha's advice is very vague. She's like, go out and see what's out there. I just remember like,
1: like I, I loved, you know, minimalist classical music. And so when I saw that, like Stephen Reich, is that how you say his name? And Philip Glass were playing somewhere. I would like always try to get tickets to like anything I thought was like cool where there might be like other people who would think what I thought was cool was cool or like go to, uh, I don't know, just I would go to like vintage markets like that were outside that had like Outdoors. Would you go by yourself? No, no. Well, sometimes. No, she's yeah. not a
0: loser, Jessica. <laughs> what are you, crazy? <laughs> Come on.
1: I would like, you know, you have your friends. You start to form your friends who are like down to like go to these events and go to things together. If you hear of something cool going on or a place. You want to go to a place where you can meet people well, essentially, right? right? And that's going to be more outside. So like I think thinking of like outside events in New York that sound cool to you. That sound like a place where you might want to. I don't know if, if you like ran into someone, you might have something to talk to about. I, I, so, so, no?
0: Somebody once gave me advice when I was moving to Los Angeles and I was scared to move because I didn't really know that many people. She, she said the, uh, the only thing that you can't rush is old friends, right? That's something that is impossible to speed up. Right, so, in the beginning of a relationship, it's always going to be awkward and weird, and doing what you're doing, which is you know your friends have phased out into a different zone of life and you're not ready to go there yet, is inherently uncomfortable and awkward, so you're gonna have to take some risks, right like you're gonna have to do some things that feel pathetic but like you at- have
1: no excuse in new york
0: you have no I totally agree it's so like, easy you could
1: just hang out in that park where they pl- where they play the movies.
0: do you have any hobbies
1: um
3: I like to watch television.
0: Okay, that's (laughs) not helping. (laughs) Do you have any?
3: No, I, I like to go to the theater and eat at restaurants, which is why I live in New York.
0: Right. Normally, I would say you need to like go to a music festival or go to go to Bonnaroo. You know, like just go.
3: I've been to Bonnaroo twice.
0: Right, but now we're in this COVID time, so it's not really that help. I I
1: think you have to do a mixture of everything. You can do online stuff. You can go out. You have to get like see what the calendar section. I don't know how people see it in New York anymore because I don't know. I don't think the Village Voice. Like when I lived there, you could just look and like read through everything that was happening that week, and you know, just walk around and show up at places and just kind of be. I don't know, meet a meet one friend that, you know, you know, you just have to kind of start over, but also use what you have. You know,
0: I think the problem here now I'm feeling like I I got it. You're 33. You're a high powered business person. You're you're like super adult in so many phases of your life. But socially, you're going to have to start thinking like a 20 year old. What would twenty-year-old me do? Like, remember when you were twenty and you were like interested in meeting people, and everybody you met was like, oh, "I'd like to figure out if you're cool." Like, unfortunately, you're just gonna have to do that. Like, I'm hesitant to say join a group. You know, they have these like groups, like Meetup.com or like yeah. random. It just feel it always feels like kind of s- weird. I would and never sad. do that. No. So I'm saying like be twenty. That's what you got to do. Go be twenty. Go to a- if you go to a concert or a bar, strike up a conversation. Like, you just don't know. You don't know how you're gonna meet people. She doesn't people. want
1: to go to a bar by herself.
0: She's gonna have to. What are you gonna do? Stay home and watch more Killing Eve and think about your friends that have their <laughs> shit together? You gotta get. You gotta figure something out. Just, or, just
1: balance. Don't feel bad if you stay home and watch TV, but just have like certain nights that you go out and start trying to figure stuff out, like your single friend or if someone knows of a party. And you know, you just have to put yourself out there a little bit. Do you, you drink know? too much? No,
3: if anything drink nearly enough
0: you should start drinking (laughs) hit rock bottom on alcohol and go to aa that's a great place to meet people (laughs) great place to meet cool friends i think that that's your secret you could pretend yeah you could pretend i to be honest jessica natasha i have known people in my tenure in aa who clearly were not alcoholics but were clearly trying to
1: catch a man just
0: trying to hang out with cool people with tattoos that didn't get drunk every night (laughs) just lonely people in fact new york city there's a funny factoid the village voice may it rest in peace um had many years ago like an ironic you know they do the best of uh Every year, they had an ironic one of best place to see and be seen in New York, and it was this AA this like super scene-y AA meeting in the Lower East Side or or in Soho, and the next week their membership doubled. They read about it in The Voice and were like, This seems cool. Toby Maguire will be there or whatever. And they just showed up. These like random New Yorkers, like just showed up trying to meet people. I think you just got to take some risks. Get out there. Yeah. Try a thing. Try an activity. But also
1: a... be easy on yourself. Like the world is also different. So this would be hard in normal times, you know? It's like all my friends are married. I, you know, I don't have my, you know, but now it's like we're also re entering society. Like I just think you have to
0: i have something okay
1: listen to moshe
0: no i have something I've, okay. I, have an, I have an idea okay um well, obviously dating is your short is the shortcut dating is the shortcut to some to things to do because strangers meeting is not weird when you date because that's the deal but is there anything that you've always wanted to try but are like just lethargy or fear has held you back like anything like for for me like, what was something I always wanted? To, well, like, surfing was something I really wanted to do, and I got into it. I got into it when I was 33, and I got into that. Like, is there anything that you've always thought, oh, that like would be Like drugs? Fun. No, well, yeah, like, Molly, Coke, anything? No, like, is there anything that you've always thought that would be fun to do, but I don't know if I, if that's me? Um. Do you have an inner life at all?
3: <laughs> no. Okay, I mean... Great. I've always wanted to be the type of person who would like go out and go to a bar and dance and like stay out till 4 a.m. But that sure. was never. that was never really me It was never really who my friends were. And so I always had this like, oh, I have an idea.
1: Get get the village voice or whatever it is and look up outdoor dance party or yeah, just look in your phone like outdoor dance party New York City. I bet you there's so many planned for the summer. Get your tickets now. Good
0: idea. It's a good idea. But what I was saying was, like, rather than go to a dance club, outdoor dance party, because the odds of you, like, turning around and off your face on Molly, you meet some other girl that's like, are you without friends as well? And you guys make a fast friendship. That's a little difficult to imagine, right? But what if you're, like, some version of, well, I always wanted to be a better dancer. Then I would say, you should take a dance class. Oh, I always wanted to learn kickboxing. Take a fucking kickboxing class. It's 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 a middle ground between uh meetup.com like friends new york professionals trying to make friends which feels sad and staying at home and being afraid it's like something in the middle taking a class doing an activity yeah
3: i i used to take classes all the time before co- i'm in this like weird covid state where it's like i don't go to the the gym anymore i don't go to my dance classes anymore i used to take dance and go i used to take writing classes and
1: Are are you planning on starting them again
3: Yes, eventually, once I get over my COVID anxiety and I'm fully vaccinated and everything, a lot of the places still haven't opened up. Wait a
0: minute, yet. wait a minute. You're not fully vaxxed? I get. Okay, we got to. We got to go. We- we can, I'm sorry. No, we can't. We can't. We can't help you. Uh, we got to. We got to. Is go. it over? Yeah. No. Wait, I think that, that Natasha's right. Then I think that Natasha. The first thing you said to her, which is like, just be open. You're entering into a new time. Like you're just about to be birthed into this new experience, which is re-entering the world, and you have no idea what adventures await. Unfortunately, that's not the best advice, but it's the truth, right?
1: Yeah, I don't
3: know. Yeah, I worry about being the oldest lady at the party, but well, whatever. then don't
0: be the oldest lady at the party. Hang out with other thirty-three-year-olds. You're not old. Also,
1: thirty-three is so not old.
0: You could start stand-up. Is <laughs> it's a, it's a good way to meet. Is that when de- you
3: started stand-up?
0: No, definitely not. It's not a good idea. You wouldn't make it. But my point is, you would meet other <laughs> desperate people that need friends. I think get, you are you might want, I could just hang out
3: at the cellar with some you could man.
0: I think I think that you if you change your perspective, what luck you have to be a 33 year old that has a tabla rasa that's entering into the world with a complete blank slate and going like, man, what is the next phase of my life gonna be? I can try all of these things and figure out where I'm headed. And,
3: and are you more interested in finding
1: a partner or a friend?
3: Um, both both in the in the short term it's a friend to I'm gonna still gonna see my friends who have kids and who are pregnant I'm not gonna completely abandon them All it's right. just I it's got- just the, like, spontaneous every day. Let's go grab a beer or let's go to a movie. Let's go to a concert.
0: I have an idea. I've got an idea. Okay, Natasha, and this will end our call, Jessica, because once we found out you didn't have a second dose, I've been uncomfortable (laughs) ever since. Um, What if we set you up with one of our listeners on a friend date and you guys go out and hang out some night someday in New York and it'll be like the newlywed game or like, no, the dating game. But it'll be non. You can't fuck this person, okay? And we will report back. Are you Are you busy May fifteenth? I am not. Okay, we're gonna send you out on a friend date with uh, another listener who we will find when this episode drops. Who lives in New York City? Who lives in New York City and is not turned off by your unethical career choice, and (laughs) and thinks you're cool. And you guys are gonna go have a friend date in New York. And on May fifteenth. We, you could join us on our live show, and we will interview you just like the dating game about how it went,
3: like love connection.
0: Exactly, like love <laughs> but for connection. friends. Yeah, but friend connection.
3: <laughs> I would I would love that. And I was actually going to say to all of your listeners out there in New York, if you guys want to hang out and you're in your 30s and you don't have any kids, come hit me up.
0: Boom. Okay, we're gonna it's gonna I happen. To, I would love to do that. Our friend, our producer is going to set you up on a friend date and uh and an itinerary and uh and we will well you know what we could we can um i, I wonder if we should how how micromanaging we should be should we tell them what to do or should we just let will them you pay for out? it yeah i didn't want to say that jessica <laughs> but i guess we will yeah we could pay for it Natasha?
1: Yeah. I'm going to find out what's happening in New York where you guys can go and maybe meet some other people. So if this friendship doesn't work out, maybe there'll be some others. Listen,
0: Jessica, we'll pay for it, but it ain't going to be a Broadway show, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Okay. It might be off, off, off Broadway. Maybe we'll get you tickets to the cellar. Um, Great. Jessica, we'll be in touch. We're going to get you a date in the next couple of weeks to hang out and we're going to find out how it went.
1: And in the meantime, have fun.
3: Thank you guys so much. Okay.
0: Hopefully this is a real connection that we're making. (laughs) Jessica... You'll hear from her again on May 15th. Goodbye.
3: Bye, Anna. Bye everyone.
0: Now that is going to be awesome. <laughs> It'll be great if it's awkward, too.
1: Yeah, I wasn't quite sure what Jessica's, like, what, what, what is she interested in?
0: I don't know either. She
1: just kept saying, like, movies.
0: Movies. So if you are in New York City and you and like beers. movies and beers, <laughs> either of those things, okay, must like beers and movies, must not have children. <laughs> Uh, Or if you do have children, you have to be able to be down to hang out without your kids. Please, please help Jessica. She's a young executive in New York City that could use a helping hand right now. And if there's anybody that we need to help right now, it's people like that.
1: And she seemed like a real go-getter.
0: She seemed fun. She seemed smart. Whip smart. Lots of fun to be around. I would hang out with her personally.
1: She could definitely laugh at herself.
0: She, She was cool. And if you're cool, you'll contact us. Endless honeymoonpod at gmail.com subject I'm trying to hang out with Jessica (laughs) and we are going to set you up we will pay for it uh, but only certain activities that we've decided that we can afford
1: and it's a friend date right it's a friend
0: date you cannot have sex with Jessica okay (laughs) so all you guys you fucking creeps out there. You can look like, at oh. the
1: YouTube, but yeah. it's uh, I think we should put, give her a female friend.
0: Yeah, we'll do a female. This be, actually, it'd be really compelling stuff on the 15th if we set her up with a male listener and he ended up like abducting her or something <laughs> like that. That could be really fun too. But you know what? In the interest of prudence, you're right, <laughs> Natasha. Women only.
1: Women only apply.
0: Yeah, women only. Only women.
1: And we'll find a cool event for you guys. Yeah,
0: that sounds really fun. I really love this. I think this is exciting.
1: All right, honey. Well, listen, I got to go.
0: Oh, is it the end of the episode?
1: Let's just hear two secrets, then we'll go.
0: Okay, where do you have to be? <laughs> I just don't want There's to... nothing happening after this.
1: I'm reading a book and I just like to be upstairs where the child oh my is. Oh,
0: God. What a nerd. I swear to God, if I knew you read books when we first started dating, I wouldn't have stuck around. <laughs> okay, let's hear some secrets.
4: Hi, Natasha and Moshe. I have a secret. Um a married woman with children, and I have just, I fantasized about a friend of ours, uh, and <laughs> I've realized that, like, the thought of, my husband's great. We have a great life. Everything's great. <laughs> but the thought of, like, dying without having sex with, This friend makes me really sad. Um, (laughs) So my husband and I recently, like within the last year, started playing around with double penetration. And he's usually in the back and then we have a silicone (laughs) uh, penis of varying sizes uh, in the front. And we, (laughs) like when you have to go get it from the drawer to incorporate. We don't do it every time. Um, say it like, "Go get our friend," because what else do you call the penis that you stick on stuff? And I recently realized that I fantasize about our actual friend being involved in this. Um, I don't know. This is like we're we're in our late 30s. We are all have young children and i hear all of this talk about poly and opening things up and it just sounds like ugh, it sounds like work and <laughs> an embarrassment and it could blow up a friendship um your show's
1: the best i love it thanks guys
0: interesting okay so she's fantasizing about one specific person
1: i mean when she, at double penetration <coughs> i just started to get so insecure
0: Really? Because I'm like, I never,
1: what, it, what? I didn't even. You've
0: think. never had single penetration.
1: <laughs> no, but she was talking about while they were fucking, they also had a dildo that she was sticking up his ass.
0: No, 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 double. You think men get double penetrated? I, I, guess they I don't do, know. But that's I, a I wasn't exactly course. sure. She's saying she wants to have sex with their mutual friend. That's a guy. That's a guy. Okay. On another note, and it was a pivot for me too. <laughs> uh, they also have been experimenting with just the two of them. Double penetrating her, so she has sex with her man in the front, as she put it, which right. I think means her vagina. His <laughs> penis is in there. Oh, and then she's got and the they, dildo up her ass. They plug. They plug the no, no. I'm sorry. No, no, no. The man. I'm sorry. I I, I got confused. The man is in the is in the back, as we call the bung hole, <laughs> right? The bung the bung, and the and the the dildo is in the front, right? So that's in the the vagina. Okay. Right. So while well, the she's thinking what she's thinking about while her husband fucks her ass and plugs her with a silicone dildo is oh brad their friend brad
1: i mean it's okay to fantasize
0: totally not but she's not saying i i feel guilty because i'm having fantasies she's saying i don't want to die without making love to <laughs> brad <laughs> that's, what, that's what i like
1: because it, it took a turn for the romantic <laughs> It's like she just becomes this like Jane Austen novel where she's just, you know, pining for Brad.
0: What, By the way, what Jane Austen novel was that where they double penetrated <laughs> for so long that they eventually... It just
1: reminds me of like, no, I you know, know you a, a woman kind of...
0: I think and it's normal. It's normal to be in a relationship. It's not something I've ever experienced because I'm fully satisfied with Natasha in every way. But it's normal to be in a relationship where your fantasy life starts to gain... Uh, fuel and traction but it's not real that you will not
1: you're probably going to die and not have sex with brad
0: with brad i mean yeah it's a, like it, it's not, like if you said if she had said i i'm i'm obsessed with the idea that i will be really upset if i don't have sex with so- anyone other than my husband that feels like a different topic than brad Right. You know what I mean? Like that feels like you're just, you've gone into the fantasy so deep that it's become a little bit delusional. Mm -hmm. But fantasy life is nice. I mean, if it gets you off, I think that's fine. But uh, I mean, really, what does a woman to do? Because with a man, if I wanted a woman and you finally relented, which is how you should definitely approach all sexual (laughs) situations with your partners, (laughs) getting them to finally, wearing them down until they relent. But then it would be very obvious like, oh, we got a sex worker. But like, I don't... Maybe I have a bigotry here. I just don't, like... It feels scarier to get a male sex worker to fuck your, your wife. If that was the fantasy. It was two men. I think I have a problem. <laughs> I realize. There's something I immediately feel... about when I think about, like, oh, yeah, find a man on, like, an escort site. To, I just... Maybe it's because... During my bachelor party, my friends um, jokingly got a, uh, a male stripper to come mm-hmm. and the guy just seems so strung out. You know what? It's a bigotry. They're not, not everybody's strung out. You know, I'm sure there are some great male sex workers out there. We'd love to interview one of them on this podcast.
1: You're just more intimidated by a man than you are a woman.
0: Right. But what I'm saying is like, if, if, if you were like, my only dream is to make love to you and another man, I would be more like, okay, well, Who? Rather than okay, well, let's go to the the yellow pages, which is how I always find sex workers. is in the yellow pages.
1: I don't think I would want to have sex with two men at once. It sounds really annoying.
0: I it's not my fantasy either. But I'm saying if it was your, if it was your ultimate fantasy, uh, I guess I'd I'd hook you up. You know, I would be cool in that way. If it was your ultimate fantasy, now that you're saying it's not, I understand that.
1: Well, I'm. I am. I don't know if I'm into double penetration.
0: No. No. I don't know if you are either, but knowing what I do know about you, I think it's a no. <laughs> are you into Brad? That's a bigger question.
1: He sounds cute, to be honest.
0: He probably is so cute.
1: I don't want to die without
0: Without sex. Brad. Oh, Brad.
1: I am so happily married. But I, I hear you, though. That's an interesting way to look at your sex life. I mean, it's probably over for, you know, once you're married, it's kind of like the romance... You're not gonna like get to start. You don't get to like start having affairs with random people.
0: R- well, right, or you, or you, or you're cheating, and I think that's what people are chasing. Right, is they want that like exciting new thing. Mm-hmm. But I, but that's you know I look at the way that our thing is is like oh my sex life shifted into this different thing. It's not like a sad thing. I didn't give up something. I took something else. I like it. Well, I like it too. Would you like to hear another secret? Uh, yeah. Okay.
1: I feel very vulnerable. Why? Cuz I was you know Cuz you
0: like, want to fuck Brad or cuz <laughs> what I don't what, what made you feel vulnerable about that?
1: Oh, I just felt like I'm not doing enough um as a woman, like if I'm not like doing like if double penetration or something. If you're not l- <laughs>
0: lusting after my best friend and wishing you could fuck him every time we make love to each other?
1: No, I just she just seemed very open sexually. It sounded nice.
0: It sounds nice to me too. Actually, if you are listening, um I'm not Brad, but uh
1: Okay, let's hear another secret. Well, hold
0: on a sec. All right, let's hear another secret. Hey, hon, you're perfect to me.
1: Hey, Natasha and Moshe.
4: I have a confession. Uh, the other day, my we had some Mormon missionaries move in next door, and uh, they came over with a plate of brownies, and they said, oh, well, we're missionaries. I'm sure you can tell. And I said, oh, my God, you guys only do missionary? We're reverse cowgirls. And I ended up making a TikTok about it, and it went viral. And so since then, my social medias have been getting a lot of attention, and I've had a lot of gentlemen in my messages asking me to sell them nudes. And so therefore, I've been making money on Cash App, and I started an OnlyFans. And now I'm faced with the question of, should I tell my Mormon missionary neighbors that they kickstarted my porn career? Let me know. I hope you guys enjoy.
0: I mean, it's like... <laughs> Your secrets can't be an ad for your OnlyFans and TikTok. I don't have a lot of rules, but I think that's got to be a new one.
1: How much does she make on Cash App?
0: I mean, probably plenty. I mean, I think OnlyFans is... uh... By the way, if you want to get more adventurous, Natasha, if if double penetration is not your thing, I swear to God I'm not making this up. I'm not joking. I do think you could make a fucking killing on OnlyFans. I think a lot of money.
1: I don't, I don't really, really even know what OnlyFans is.
0: It's basically like somebody like you. You'd be one of the bigger profile people. Bahad Bahabi made a million dollars in one day on OnlyFans.
1: What do you do? You're
0: basically like, hey, you might know me from comedy um, and acting. But now I'll, I'll sell, I will show you if you subscribe, you can see nudes. You can see me getting penetrated. I'm fucking Brad. <laughs> and it's like basically monetizing who you already are and turning it into much more of a adult kind of thing okay so you, i i don't
1: oh but then i no i don't want to do that
0: well i didn't say you should do it i'm saying i think you could make a lot of money doing okay. it. okay you're like you're hot you know people fantasize about you so
1: she went from staging a video she, to the mormons she, I, I mean yes, right mormons can be that can be very annoying when people try to like pro, proselytize at you there i found it really annoying when i was in salt lake city but then she like kind of had this scripted thing she taped it put it on TikTok. Then she's now selling nudes
0: So it, like it, on
1: OnlyFans. She
0: had a viral video and then people were like hitting her up the way they hit you up. Like, oh, feet, feet, whatever. And then she was like, fuck it, I'm gonna make some money doing this. And oh, now she's cool. making money. I um, like that. Speaking of Salt Lake City, when you go in there as like single guys, because mm-hmm. when I did uh, Wise Guys in Salt Lake, me and Andrew Michon and Shane Smith, uh, we're, all, we're all studs, I would say. He said, Shane said to us as we walked in to the Mormon temple they will approach you hot, they will send hot girls to approach you and it happened we walked in three beautiful women came up to us we we're like hi how are you like guys
1: blonde women in aprons they're always wearing yeah. like pastel they were aprons. like they
0: were hot and he was like if you went with them cuz they'll be like would you like to know more and you're like they're like counting on you to be like a horny dude and go like yeah i'd love to they will bring you to a room they bail and then three guys come in it's like a bait and switch. They'll like try to attract you with the women and then the elders are come in.
1: Yeah, those guys are creepy.
0: Hey, I don't know.
1: Well, just the elders. I remember I went there and they all like they have a they have like a placard, like a laminated placard of their of their whole um, you know, f- church and uh-huh. it's like all men. It's just like 80 men. And they wear it.
0: They wear a placard?
1: Yeah and interesting. like interesting and they want to tell like they're they're trying to tell you about the Mormon temple and they like show all the
0: all the like leaders of yes the, the old leaders the leaders or whatever.
1: yes and it's just all these like old men
0: Mormonism and, is cool because in ni- the 1970s they decided that black people could join the church which is cool the 70s the 1970s
1: I mean I don't know about I don't I don't know much about being Mormon I was just asked in the mall to like cover up because they said that you can't show your shoulders there <laughs>
0: You true. do have hot shoulders, and honestly, <laughs> on OnlyFans, your shoulders would clean up. You wouldn't have to go full double. Penetration. Oh, can
1: I get on OnlyFans and just show like my shoulders Absolutely. and my ankles? Yes, and like just like the mm-hmm. little crook in my foot, like in between, like my arch. Oh,
0: d- don't show that to the viewers.
1: <laughs> Wait, honey, could could we really? You could my knees.
0: I mean, could, well, you want to put all that money towards our child's college education? OnlyFans college fund.
1: We could give it to charity or something.
0: It's a great idea, honey. maybe it's to help um, Mormons uh, escape
1: um okay all right well that was a lot
0: okay it was a lot and yet there's more one last secret and then we're saying goodnight
4: okay hey Natasha and Moshe I got a secret to tell so I've never told anyone this before but my twin brother's wife is pregnant with my baby and she doesn't know it and I don't know what to do any advice would be greatly appreciated Thank you.
0: Uh, what? 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 Wait, did he rape his sister?
1: It doesn't matter. they're they were in. a... I mean, it does matter, of course. But it, obviously, they were either in a relation. It sounds like they he cheated. They cheated no. on each
0: other. Uh uh-uh. uh. I think that was just a rape confession. No. My 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 brother. Bro- my my twin-, twin brother's wife is pregnant with my baby, and she doesn't know it.
1: No. The I think it was that the brother doesn't know
0: Play it again.
4: Hey, Natasha and Moshe. I got a secret to tell, so I've never told anyone this before, but my twin brother's wife is pregnant with my baby and she doesn't know it.
0: Okay. And no. I don't know what okay. to do.
1: Wait, but how... She doesn't know it and I don't know what to do? I mean, I don't even understand how that works.
0: Turn yourself into the local authorities. That's what So to do. he
1: raped her? Is that what he's saying? I
0: can't understand the architecture of this otherwise. How could she not know she's pregnant with his baby unless he tricked her into thinking he was his twin (gasps) and had sex with her i mean if you are a woman married to a twin
1: she didn't know she couldn't know
0: i guess are
1: you just assuming that you're saying that's what happened you're sure
0: somebody tell me a different possible way that a woman could be pregnant with someone's baby and not know it who's married to a twin
1: so you think the guy raped her
0: I can't come up with a different narrative. I mean, am I, can you,
1: it sounds so risky though. Cause you'd have to like orchestrate so much with like not telling some, and maybe if he was out of town, but then it's like you're, he's married to her.
0: The, the other twin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, you're saying you just that,
1: have this added experience. Let
0: me say this. I think that might be a lie. First of all, okay. I think that, uh, and I'm hoping that that was like a person playing a fun, a fun game on us okay but if not the only thing i can think of is i can't come up with if you are a woman and you are married to a twin with a twang a twang <laughs> twin and you are pregnant with twang twin that you are married to his baby
1: and how would he know that he's the one who whose sperm got her pregnant how would how would that twin the collar twin twang Twang twin. Know that.
0: I mean, this is why I'm thinking I hope it's fake. Right. But if it's not fake and you are with a twang twin, you need to do, you can't even do a DNA test, by the way.
1: Right. Well, then I guess that's the bright side.
0: (laughs) What's the bright side? (laughs)
1: That I mean, (laughs) well, if they had an affair or something, they wouldn't get caught.
0: If they had an affair, she would know. The, the troubling phrase is, I don't think she knows.
1: Right. It doesn't really make sense.
0: No, I think it's a lie. Twang twin, uh, I think I feel uncomfortable. You got to call us back and explain if we're misinterpreting this. We
1: need more information.
0: And if we aren't misinterpreting it, twang twin, I think you need to turn yourself into the police. I said like that so that he would understand.
1: All right, well.
0: Yikes, what a way to end the episode.
1: I guess we should listen to another secret.
0: Okay, you want to do one more secret? Can we please? Sure, hopefully not one is disturbing.
5: Hi, Natasha and Moshe. Um, my secret is I used to work at Walmart and I worked in asset protection. And um, part of the job description of if you work in asset protection is if somebody steals something from you, from the store, which happens quite a lot, you're supposed to write down the description of the person who stole and what they stole. Um, my problem with this is, I'm not that big of a fan of Walmart as a company, and arguably, I'm more of a fan of people stealing from them. Um, I felt a moral opposition because a lot of people, a lot of these people are stealing. There's stealing things like formula, like baby formula. Like socks and food. And I thought I would be doing more harm to the world by reporting these people and making it easier for these people to, uh, end up in prison than I would be by just ignoring it or giving inaccurate information. So that's what I did. I would write down, if they were redhead, I would say they were blonde. If they were black, I would say they were white. Um, if they were thin, I would say they were fat. I mean, I would just change their description. I would, I would, pretend that they stole something that was less expensive because things that are cheaper, like put them on a lower profile. So yeah, I would just do this consistently. I would would lie so I wouldn't get caught. Um, That's my secret.
0: That feeling when you hired the exact wrong person for the job.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I would say you've had your fun. It's good work and maybe wrap it up at Walmart and uh, get a new job. And like, Find something, work for a place where you can use that energy for like real good and not like where something could really incriminate you at some point or I don't know. I'm or, with you. you know, just, but I, I do, I like the spirit of it. I
0: also am like, from the Walmart perspective, like, okay, don't advertise it. Obviously, Walmart is like mega horrifying, but it's like, okay, don't advertise it. I get it. You don't want to be like, we now give people formula for free because then people just raid your store for formula. But why does walmart why won't walmart Walmart should just stop prosecuting petty shoplifters for things like clothing and food and formula like what the fuck do they care they're so unbelievably profitable they have so much money like what do they re? what's their bottom line what they should
1: be doing is paying people like that caller more money so they don't want to like steal from them no she's
0: talking about shoplifters
1: no i know but i'm saying she's she's in a way, stealing from her company. I mean, she's she's not doing... Wait, you're
0: saying they should pay her enough to bust petty shoplifters? No,
1: no. I'm saying, though, that to have some allegiance, if, if a company wants their employees to be motivated to work for them...
0: We don't know. She might be getting paid well. She's just like, fuck Walmart, which is what I'm saying. But they should just stop prosecuting people for stealing formula. Could you imagine being a corporation that's worth almost more than any other corporation on earth and making a corporate decision to prosecute people for shoplifting formula? From your store. Formula. Yeah. I mean, the math is pretty simple. That's a mom that needs to feed their kid. Like, I'm not pro shoplifting, but I'm definitely anti-Walmart.
1: Why doesn't someone like Elon Musk just buy formula for the world, like Unlimited or for America? his beloved country. How about forget
0: Elon Musk? How about the fucking Waltons? They're they're richer than or Elon Musk. The Waltons
1: Musk. or yeah, anyone. Why doesn't someone just one of these like billionaires do something like that's like they a tr- grand gesture? They do
0: in their weird bizarre tax sheltery way. I just think I got no respect for Walmart. They're already leeching. But
1: changing things in a ma- like a new way. Well, they should It's already that's the old way like well, they, tax shelters. They got and,
0: together and started COVID. That changed everything. <laughs> just kidding you guys. Um, Natasha, yeah, let's buy somebody some formula. I'm feeling guilty now.
1: Why don't I buy everyone some formula?
0: I don't think you can afford it. There's a lot of formula in the world. Uh, if you have a line on some cheap formula, or if you want to leave a secret on our secrets hotline, you can call 213 222 8608
1: or send us an email endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail.
0: And don't forget, if you want to hang out with Jessica and then be interviewed on our live show on May 15th, uh, well send us an email women only you can follow us on at endless honeymoon pod on instagram apple.co forward slash endless honeymoon
1: also if you go to our youtube channel please subscribe and leave a comment people like it when you leave comments.
0: yeah natasha's getting desperate please do that (laughs) please natasha because though you don't like double penetration (laughs) and though you don't want to fuck one of my good friends nonetheless and despite it all i love you
1: oh i love you too